I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 67 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? Um, I'm a little bit sick. I want to go to bed, but I'm going to record a podcast and then go to bed. Oh, How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing okay. I have, I have a fun story. But um, unfortunately, the last time I had a fun story, I was putting a condom on a dildo. But um, that's that's not what that's not what's happening today. Um, so um, yeah, so on Saturday night, okay, okay, let me preface this story by saying like this is like a first world problems right here. Like I don't I don't want anyone to give me sympathy because like I don't fucking deserve it because like how I've been acting in this situation is like fucking awful and like talking about it just makes me gag a little bit so i had my phone stolen and yeah like i feel like we have such like weird possession and just we we feel so much when we don't have our phones and i feel like that's kind of what i'm going through right now but it's a crazy story so i went to go get pizza Mm -hmm. and i guess i left the phone at the pizza place and so i go back and I'm, I'm already annoyed because I'm like, okay, this phone's like 800 bucks because it's like the iPhone 8. And the iPhone 8 goes from like 6 to – no, like 8 to 900 bucks out of the cheapest iPhone 8, not like the plus. So then like I go back to the pizza place and I'm like, hey, I left my phone. And the lady's like, um, uh, no, you didn't. Sorry. So I'm like, fuck. And then thank God like Apple products, they have like the find my phone. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing was is that before I left, my mom's like, hey, here, bring my iPad with you. It says that you're in the parking lot of the pizza place. So I'm like, okay. So I look at it again and my phone's still in the parking lot. So and I have my iWatch. And for some reason, I was able to call my mom with my iWatch. And the whole thing with the iWatch and the iPhone is that you have to be at least a certain f- amount of feet away from your phone. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool. My phone is near. So there was this truck that was next to me. And as soon as that fucking truck left, my iWatch stopped working. Oh, fuck. But the, the story gets a oh, stranger. So I, because I was going over to Carlos's because he had like a little like family Thanksgiving at his, his house and Rusty was there too. And so uh, I wake up the next morning. I was already in like a shitty mood. Other stuff happened and just I was mad when I shouldn't have been mad and yada, yada, yada. Um, So I guess like the people called my dad because what I was doing was 
you know, you turn on the find your phone and I was constantly pressing the turn on the sound because your phone's lost. So I was probably pressing that for like a good 30 minutes uh, to, for two days. So yesterday, uh, I guess, or no, Saturday night, they called my dad and said, hey, my son called your phone or no, my son, he found your, he found a phone and this was a number that the find my phone told me to call. So like, I guess the story is, is that this fucking kid grabbed my phone, took it and they went to a different state. Because when I woke up in the morning, it said my phone was in Mexico. Oh, my God. But I guess it's in Yuma because I guess like my dad's been in contact with the dude who has my phone. I guess he's like a doctor or something. And, you know, he teaches his kids, you know, to return something if it's lost. And I just feel like this whole story just like doesn't add up. And it just it's like it's really weird. Like, well, one possibility is kid stole the phone dad saw it and the kid said oh it's this phone that i found yeah the the phone wouldn't shut the fuck up because they kept pressing that so he's like what the hell is this loud thing probably but i don't know like i've been taking it like strangely hard that i like lost my phone because it's like you know i have like a lot of information on my phone you know that's how i do my stuff with school sometimes you know like twitter for like the podcast and you know like other stuff too so it's like i feel this like weird attachment and just I not that I feel like like part of me is like missing but I just you know I doesn't feel right and I still feel like that and it's really stupid I know like make fun of me please but no, I don't think so I mean look you can talk about whether it's 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 good or bad that that's where we are as a society as in like we're dependent on that particular piece of technology but we are dependent on that particular piece of technology and it's a really handy piece of technology that's how i keep in contact with my family and friends that's my map when i get lost that's like what i'm doing on the subway it's like listening to music or podcasts and again like lots of personal information on it like all of the stuff if you got past my password like there's so much stuff on there that's automatically logged in. Yeah. So I don't know because I don't know if I was more like I was just freaked out that I lost something at a high monetary value. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's so funny because like my parents, they don't get it. My mom doesn't like my dad gets it because like my dad would always give me shit for losing things because like I'm kind of known for that. I lose shit a lot. Like I had to get one of those things on my keys because I would always lose my keys. I left them at Disneyland once. That's another story. But um, I left them at Disneyland, but I didn't actually drive to Disneyland. Now, that's a fun story. I'll tell that next episode maybe. But yeah, like my mom's like, oh, it's just a phone. Like it, it's okay. Like it, all that matters is that, you know, you're safe and that, you know, they don't have access to your Apple Pay or anything. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I don't want to have to spend $800 on another phone. That was my thing. I'm like, dude, like you know, I'm going to college, you know, I only work part time. It's like, I can't afford a phone, you know? So it's just, it's like, it's kind of one of those like hassle things, but I guess like, I guess the dude's like sending back my phone. So I should have it back in like the next couple of days, well, but I'm just, I'm just pissed off at the whole situation. Cause like, I could have stopped this. I could have made sure to, you know, grab my phone at the pizza place or something. Or, yeah. But know, also, but- you know, he could have not stolen your phone. Yeah, but uh, I, t- I took this hard. I like ugly Kim Kardashian cred and everything. Like this was like, ugh. This, 
But I don't know. Like the rest of the weekend was good though. I mean, like I hate being like, oh, like this happened, but still, it's just it's been really affecting me and I hate it. But oh well, hopefully all this will end soon. But I mean, I should be happy. Like class got canceled, you know, yesterday and I don't have to go for like another week because it's Thanksgiving soon and I'm thankful for a lot of shit. But yeah. But anyways, um that was my dumpster fire of a Saturday and how was your week? <laughs> Um, trying to think if I actually even, like, did anything besides just watch a lot of shit. And I don't think that I did. I mostly watched a lot of shit. What'd you watch? Oh, I've been, I've been rewatching The Americans. Ooh. Which, like, I shouldn't be doing. It's not good for me emotionally. It's such a stressful show, especially because at this point, that I mean, that show is so dense and like there's so much stuff happens on it and it's all Mm -hmm. so complicated because it's all this you know it's all this like cold war spy shit and and you know there were six seasons and it ended last year so i'm i'm re-watching the first couple of seasons and i don't remember any of it so i'm like i can't remember like i remember you know oh, that character isn't going to die for another two seasons. But when the smaller characters come in, I'm like, oh, I don't know if this person dies. I don't know if this works out. I think that person might die, but I don't know when or how. And it it gives me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. The thing with me about like TV shows like that is like when you're done watching them, you get this like kind of like depressive feeling like kind of just like what do I do now like that's I I get that you know because it's like I finished the series I now have nothing to watch or you know like you get so invested in these characters and then it's like it's all gone yeah and I was really I was really worried with the end of the Americans because that's when you know it's about a couple of Russian spies and you go well do I how do I even want this show to end because you spent like six year seasons following them and sort of knowing that they do really shitty things but so like do the american characters that we're following and it's like i didn't even know what i wanted to happen and then the end was actually pretty amazing and about as good as i could have hoped for but i was very worried going into it that i'm like oh there's so many ways this could end poorly yeah (sighs) That seems like a rough show. I've been meaning to get into like more TV shows, and I think I've been hearing lots of good things about. Or I've heard lots of good things about that one. It's really good. I mean, it's one you have to you have to really like watch it. Like, it's not a good background show. I mean, partially because a non insignificant portion of it is in Russian. Oh shit! Because anytime like because it also follows like some of the people at the at the Russian embassy. And so anytime, anytime you're there, it's, it's subtitled. Oh, okay. But it's also just super complicated and it'll bring in characters and just start talking about them. And because my memory is really bad, I'm, I'm never quite sure, oh, is this a character I don't remember or is this new information? But that's just the way they do it is dropping it in as if everybody should know what we're talking about. Because of course, all the characters know what we're talking about. And they just expect That's the weird. audience to keep up, which I appreciate, but it's it's not good for me feeling dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Emily feeling dumb. <laughs> but... 
but it's such a good show and I like it a lot and Carrie Russell's awesome in it. She's cool. She's going to be in Star Wars. I know she's going to be in Star Wars and I'm watching the Americans going, oh, I can't, I, I don't know. It's She's very, to me, I can't imagine her in science fiction and so I'm really excited, but. Yeah, I'm excited too. Like I forget about that sometimes. I forget like all these like episode like nine news, like in the like, casting stuff too. So it's like when I'm reminded, I'm like, oh yeah, I feel like it's like we're not getting a Star Wars Christmas this year. It's just like my like Star Wars news like comes in one year and comes out in the other year. Like, I don't know. Like obviously like, you know, we podcast every week and talk about news, but like I'm easily forgetting shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I also feel like we sort of got that glut of casting news. Mm-hmm. And there was so much of it there that every once in a while, like, it'll pop, something about, like, Matt Smith or something will pop up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was super excited about that. And I am still excited about it, but I never remember it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's going to be in Star Wars, too. I forgot about that. Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, um... So do you think that because episode seven, they showed that trailer, I think it was like after like Black Friday. Do you think they're going to do that again? Because I hear they're doing that with Infinity War. No, sorry. Infinity War part two. So like uh, Avengers uh, 17 or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we seem still like really far out. It's like a year. I mean, like they showed us a Force Awakens trailer like what was it, like two years before yeah. no like a year before but you never know because then well, like did celebration we, when did we get the first last jedi trailer because i feel like that's a better judge april of 2017 so that was um eight months before the movie yeah i because i feel like that's a better indicator in terms of where we might get this just because i mean the force awakens was such a big thing yeah. Well, I almost feel like this is too, because this is the last chapter yeah. in the Skywalker saga. You yeah. know, I almost feel like, but then again, I feel like we would hear it because we have bomb sources who get everything correct all the time. So I don't know, but I just, I'm craving some Star Wars. Maybe that's why, like, I'm feeling all weird this holiday season is because we're not getting a Star Wars Christmas. And because uh the countdown is what three weeks now? i don't know all i know i think is the last final I'll have to take is like uh december 9th and i have to turn something on december 11th so um we're, we're coming close yeah that's that's exciting you're almost done it it doesn't it hasn't hit me yet like i i'm you know everyone probably thinks like oh yeah it's like seriously like it, it hasn't like i'm in this like weird like okay like i just have to finish this semester then like next semester i have to go back but i don't it's weird like i it's something i've never felt before but i don't know everyone's probably done with me talking about school but um star wars uh, we were um oh the blue harvest holiday special is live yes go to blueharvestpodcast.bandcamp.com it's like four dollars for i think for like over yep. four, four hours of podcasts and you can pay more and if you can you should pay more because uh everything from this is going to the castle toy run which we've talked about a lot before um but check them out at the castle toy run on facebook or on twitter or i think instagram too but they're yeah um 
getting donated toys for kids in hospitals and their families so that they can have some cool Star Wars stuff over Christmas. And um, Hawes from Blue Harvest, he did this last year, too, where he just does little segments, which a bunch of different cool podcasty people. And yeah, it's just fun. And, you know, we're sort of just talked about the holidays and some of our Christmas traditions. And I think we talked about food quite a bit. And of course, yeah, it was just, it was good times. Um, like he's, I know he's talking to Eric Strathers. Uh, he's talking to uh, Jesse and Rebecca from You're Creepy. Um, he talked to the Sithless dudes. Uh, he did a segment with Robo, I believe. Um, and some other people who I'm forgetting, but check it out because it's awesome. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because I'm sort of decided I'm saving it until I'm making food on Thanksgiving. So I'm really looking forward yes. to hearing it and, and, and Johnny Grasso. Don't forget about Johnny Grasso. Can't because, forget about Johnny uh, Grasso because that'll make him sad. Yeah. And uh, also congrats to... Uh, Michael Pappas on um, the magical wedding that he had that apparently the reception or the ceremony lasted three hours. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's what I thought I said. I saw that on Twitter, but oh my God, his wife is beautiful. Like I saw that beautiful dress. Like someone posted like a video and I was just like, my God, that must have been a beautiful wedding. I would have paid more than $20 to attend that wedding. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations to him. Mikey is just a great dude. And so it's, he just, I love seeing how happy he looked in all those pictures and stuff. That's very, it's very Aww. cool. I can't wait to meet him at Celebration. Well, I hope he's going to Celebration. I think he is. I hope so. I hope so. But that's, that's coming up. Yeah, it's only a few months away. I know. Like, I, I got Carlos to buy his flight because I got him a really good deal because I'm really good with the finding flight deals. So, yeah, like I'm getting like kind of hyped up, you know, kind of, you know, starting to plan, you know, like, okay, what am I going to wear? You know, like what? <laughs> I'm serious. I think about this shit. Like it's going to be cold. So I'm like, do I bring some coats? Do I bring some Star Wars coats? Like, I don't know. Like I just I, I want to try to find stuff, like maybe buy some stuff. I don't know. But I'm just I'm really excited. You're going to meet. Uh, everyone's favorite uh, podcaster, Emily Lind. So I'm everyone and mine included. Pretty excited to finally meet you. Oh my god! I just get, I get I'm like my hands are like all like in the air, kind of like I'm like talking with my hands right now. That's how excited <laughs> I am. Like that's. I need someone to like record our first meeting, so I can just I can have that forever. <laughs> like it's gonna be crazy yeah oh my yeah, god it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i know you're like 510 right you're five tall 11 511 five yeah, i'm only like 5'4 so i'm gonna be like looking up while talking to you i'll be like hi emily it's me your podcast co-host <laughs> you'll know who i am i don't know what you look like dummy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe you'll just be blinded by the, no getting blinded by my beauty no i'm kidding <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's been a day. It's been a day, but yeah, celebrations coming up. But Chicago, have you been? You've been to Chicago? Yeah, lots of times. I mean, not for a couple, not for several years actually, but yeah. So, like, how cold does it get in Chicago? I, 
I mean, April is a real crapshoot. Like, you're going to want, I would say layers is what you want because. Okay. I mean, first of all, because that's always sort of the way to go at a convention because it's Mm going to be super crowded, like in the convention hall. But into you want stuff you can like take off, but it it could be like there could be snow or it could be beautiful. Okay, I'm ready for both. I've never had snow because I live in sunny California. So we've we've rarely had snow. I think we had snow like once. I think near my work, we get some snow sometimes. But yeah, right and here, well, no. Chicago's Chicago's right on the lake, and that that can pick up the snow quite a bit. Do people still like you, you know, like I don't know, like movies, but you know, like in like Charlie Brown, like they're all like uh, ice skating on like the 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 like the little river thing. Do people actually do that? Where if it's like really frozen, they go like ice skating on like a frozen river or something? Uh, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, that's cool. I thought that was like kind of like a movie thing. Like I, I mean, thought that you know that's a people go ice skating. <laughs> well, I know like they go ice skating at like ice skating rinks, but like ice skating at like on the frozen lakes. Yeah, if you live someplace where they get frozen enough that you can do that, hmm. I just think that'd be dangerous. Like it would be fun, but like dangerous. Oh, I mean people. But I mean, people go like ice fishing and shit. Like there, some of those places freeze so much you can drive out on them. You just gotta know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think I'd ever do that. Huh. Well, um, we ha- we have some kind of sad Star Wars news that I think you should cover. You know, yeah, it's just <sighs> all right. This is more of the Marvel Star Wars comics being piece of shit. Um, and so obviously. We had talked before about Chuck Wendig getting booted from the Shadow of Vader comic that they're doing after he had already written like three of the issues, I think, which is, I think it was half of the planned issues. Anyway, Marvel apparently like canceled it completely, which I mean, I gotta admit, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what I was going to do when that book came out because I'm not buying Marvel comics anymore. But that was one where I'm like, well, do I I buy this to support, to show support for Chuck or do I not? And so, but apparently they fucking canceled completely. I'm like surprised, but like not, not like not surprised at the same time. I just like, it's just a shitty situation. I feel for, you know, like for Chuck, I feel for, you know, the people that spent time editing and you know creating this and then like their work is not going to be shown like that's my biggest thing is that you know their work is not going to be shown for everyone and that's just that's a bummer yeah and he was tweeting a little bit about it uh apparently there were going to be some just some little nods and tie-ins to some of the aftermath trilogy and some new characters there and so that's disappointing it's just whatever fuck it i'm just you know i'm gonna continue to not buy marvel comics okay yeah i i I support that i've never bought any before and i don't really not really a comic-y person if not then i'll just read them online or i don't know people post pictures of them sometimes 
legally not you know not not like those like sites where it's like oh you know like the free movie sites but you know Uh, fuck it i don't care steal from marvel all you fucking want okay all right i I got the emily lind uh confirmation so i'll do it i'll do it for every single marvel comic for emily all right (laughs) um Oh, from um, it's been reported that uh, Taika Waititi, who we knew was going to be directing something on the Mandalorian, is doing the season finale. And if you go to makingstarwars.net, Jason Ward, obviously, of course, Jason Ward has some video from the set. Go check that out. Um, be warned, the article does have some spoileriness so if you're like me and avoiding any sort of story or plot spoilers or descriptions whatsoever beyond the official stuff you know tread really lightly there but if you want to check it out you know jason's stuff is always really reliable and i know people like to get some of the behind the scenes stuff even if it's you know filmed from a guy visiting well not so much visiting the set is fine i'm not really it's fine it's fine makes it sound like he's you know like trespassing no he lives there but he has a bed in the bushes and everything (laughs) on the yeah yeah he's a bed yeah yeah, yeah. he wakes up to the sounds of stormtroopers shooting something then he drinks coffee at the coffee stand that's there then it, it just he lives there you know yeah, but if you want to see stuff, obviously, like, making stars done that is the place to go, because Jason's been putting up tons of stuff. Yeah, props to... I, like, yeah. Like, I want to know who's in the show. I want to know who is writing the show and directing the show. And that is all that I want to know. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like, usually, like, I kind of, like, go into, like, the spoilers. Like, when I first started listening to Now This Is Podcasting, they were, you know, sharing spoilers about last jedi and i was like okay cool you know like i feel like if someone spoiled the force awakens for me i'd be kind of mad because a lot should happen in that but i don't know like the mandalorian yeah i don't know it's like the first like live action star wars tv show so i kind of want to go into it like not knowing much other than like people who they're casting and shit like all i know right now is that there's a mandalorian and that's all i want to (laughs) know but yeah that is sort of i i want like the vaguest of summaries like the stuff you would get well i mean basically like the stuff that star wars has released so far which is hey there's a mandalorian and he's doing stuff yeah he's being a mandalorian dude doing dude things that's all that's all or dudette we don't, we don't know if the mandalorian is male or female right well, well, well i mean it's pedro well, okay. So... Pedro could be the Mandalorian, but there can also be another the Mandalorian. Like, you know, like maybe like there's multiple Mandalorians. Maybe, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, but it's called the Mandalorian. Yeah, not the Mandalorians. I'm yeah. assuming there's gonna be one more than one Mandalorian eventually, but I also feel like we're following one Mandalorian and that Mandalorian is gonna be Pedro Pascal. Well, like, what if like he's like the main character for like the first episode and then like someone just like kills him and then like that's you know, because he's like starring starring in the Mandalorian for one episode, you know? Like they're don't, not gonna tell even, us. Don't even do that. I can't watch Pedro Pascal die again. He's he won't he, he won't die as badly as he did in Game of Thrones, I hope, because I well, still can't yeah, watch I don't that. Yeah. No, I don't I don't watch that scene. But 
No, I mean, first of all, because, I mean, that'd be hard to top anyway, but I don't think we're going to see anything quite so um, head-crushy on Star Wars. We see some, maybe some, like, droid head-crushing or, like, uh, I feel like someone, like, hit Stormtrooper in the head in one of the Star Wars movies. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't, like, see somebody's head explode. Not yet. No, I'm kidding. We probably won't ever see that. I think the most violence we got was, you know, seeing Anakin Skywalker burn to almost death. That was uh, kind of scary. But <sighs> well, uh, hasn't uh, Billy Lord? Uh, sh- she- I heard she was talking about some Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah, she was just. It was some little thing on um, Entertainment Tonight, and they had. Uh, a fun little quote which is I gotta watch myself because the Star Wars Police Department is gonna come get me but it is incredible she told her entertainment tonight I've read the script and I've been on set I was on set for like three weeks back in September it's going to be magical can I be part of the Star Wars PD (laughs) (laughs) can I dispatch for the Star Wars PD like I I think I'd be really qualified yeah you can tell them that there's some guy in the bushes taking pictures of their TV set yeah there's a guy in the bushes near the state. Nah, I don't know. Nah, I don't know what I'd do. I don't really get those phone calls much at work anymore about people uh, using the restroom in their seats. I don't really get a lot of like weird phone calls anymore at work. I just get like people like not knowing the locations of machines. So sometimes like I just sit there and let them be like, yeah, I'm at this cage and this guy near this thing needs help because this machine is doing this and he's over here and I'm just like, okay, I'll send someone. And then sometimes I just don't because like a tech is already there anyways. So I don't want to be on the radio being like, Hey, there's this guy that needs something. He's near this cage and he's wearing this because it just, nothing gets done. But hire me Star Wars PD. I'm great with dispatching and people, but, uh, Star Wars is going to be magical. Or it already is magical, but I guess episode nine is going to be. That's sick. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not like I would expect Billy Gore to say something to Entertainment Tonight and be like, yeah, the movie fucking sucks. But I like her and I like that particular description. And also, I mean, I, I we knew she was going to be in this one, but I'm glad to have that confirmed. Yeah, like, just magical, like, just that word that, like, brings me back to, like, you know, the, the times, like, waiting at the theater to, like, see the movie. Like, I don't care that there's, like, reserved seating for theaters. Like, I am definitely going to wait out again because I don't, like, not that I didn't get that feeling when I saw Solo, but just I felt like something was missing. Like, I want to be able to, like, to see the movie, you know, wait outside and have Rusty get his chicken taquitos from Carl's Jr. and just chill i don't know it's just like so fun to me for some reason just like waiting for a star war it's like you know it's cool that you get to go there with your reserve seating like 10 minutes before the movie but you know i feel like the experience for me is like waiting outside you know for star war for like a couple hours and then watching star wars talking about star wars with people then going to see a star war but i feel like everyone disagrees with my opinion on this but i will whoever is going to see the movie with me i hope people still want to after that i want to do that but i hope people actually go with me because it's fun 10 out of 10 would recommend to my friends <laughs> but magical i hope it's magical 
Yeah, I think so. I think it will be. I think, I think I have a lot of faith in this movie. I still think it's crazy that they're having Carrie be in it. I forget about that sometimes. Yeah, I still, I'm still, that's the thing I'm most worried about, probably. Yeah, I, I'm personally worried because I, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I didn't like how Han and Leia were written in episode seven. Like, there's just something that seemed like very off about like the things they would say, the things that like they would do sometimes. But I feel like Leia in episode nine or sorry, episode eight was like beautifully written. I feel like Ryan did a beautiful job with that. Not that JJ like didn't in episodes like seven and eight, seven. Yeah, I don't know. He did one Star War. He's doing another one right now. We haven't seen it yet, but I don't know. There's just something that felt like really off with like not her acting, but just like something. And just like, I feel like that's kind of the reason why The Force Awakens, like I don't really like go back and watch it, but I don't know. I, I, I hope someone agrees with me because I, I don't want to sound mean. Am I mean, Emily? I mean, I don't think it's mean. Like, I disagree with you, but I don't particularly care. Okay. Like, That's all that matters. I don't think it's mean to not particularly like writing in a script. I don't know. I just, I try to be conscious of opinions or, you know, I don't want to offend anyone who's like really big, you know, Carrie Fisher, just- Harrison Ford fans, you know, you, you know, you know. You're allowed to not like things. Jesus fucking Christ. You have a podcast. (laughs) Like, if you didn't give your opinion on the podcast, like, why the fuck do you have a podcast? I don't know. Because I feel like we haven't, we haven't reached that point yet where people, where we have an opinion and people, like, go at it. Like, we haven't had that moment yet of podcasting where, like, we say something and then we get, like, a a one-star review. Oh, wait, wait, we have? Not with the reviews, but yeah, we certainly have. Oh. Oh, okay. That's news to me then. But oh wait, never mind. I think I think I think I know. But yeah, yeah, we we haven't had any one star reviews yet, which is fantastic. We have wonderful listeners. Thanks, guys. Keep keep reviewing us. Five stars for content. But now the next part is more your thing. And okay, yeah, I got this. That's we got some Galaxy's Edge news via Bresnikan. Yeah, so uh, I believe that all this was released on Saturday because I remember going on Twitter and seeing uh, that the Star Wars Twitter had posted, or it was a Disney Twitter, I'm not sure. They had posted uh, a video of uh, John Williams scoring the theme for Galaxy's Edge, which was really exciting. And it sounded, of course, it sounded very Star Wars-y. Like, it sounded, it literally sounded like I'm walking through a Disney park listening to Star Wars music. And that is, it's exactly how I expected it would be. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What, what does it mean for a theme park to have a song? What does it mean for a theme park to have a song? It just, it's supposed to lift your spirit. No, but I mean, like, and where are you hearing this song? You're hearing the song as you're exiting one land and going to the next. Okay. Because I feel like, you know, with different lands in Star Wars, you hear different music. Like, I feel like when I'm in Tomorrowland, I listen to more, like, spacey shit. Sometimes, they like, they had that one, like, couple of years where they kept playing, like, Star Wars music on and on. And that was fun. And I feel like when you go to Adventureland, you hear kind of just, like... 
I don't know. There's like the Jungle Cruise right there. So you might hear some like drums or shit. You're right by Indiana Jones too. And then you get to uh, kind of New Orleans Square going into Splash Mountain. You just hear a bunch of people screaming because they're getting wet. But yeah, I feel like this is very like I'm walking into Star Wars. You know, I feel like that's the perfect feel that you want to get when you're walking into Star Wars land. Sorry, Galaxy's Edge is that you are in Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I described that decently. But there's going to be a couple rides, Emily. Two rides. For like, those are what you know right now. Maybe there'll be more. Maybe there'll be less. Yeah, but there's like two, no, there's there's two big ones. Yeah. So th- we finally have a name for the Falcon ride. It's the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. And there's no, there's no apostrophe in Smugglers. Which, <laughs> I well, no, it just, I like, for that. me, in my head, it was like, I, I was thinking that uh, as like the Kassaran, which is like as a like a thing, and so then you would have it be possessive, and now to me it sounds more like a directive, like hey you smugglers there run, but that's kind of like what you're doing. Like I remember when I went to that panel at uh, the May the Fourth thing at Disneyland, and they're talking about how like you're basically like controlling your own mission. So you are the smuggler and you're running. But then like I, I don't know about the whole grammar shit, but. It says, okay, so first a video shows visitors firing up the engines of the ride known as the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, no apostrophe, which will put them inside the cockpit of Han Solo's fast ship the galaxy for a daring escape to Batuu. Guests can take on three different duties to make sure the mission is a success. So the three different duties thing, I feel like that's important because that's when you get to control what you get to do. But the main question is, could you fail the mission? And yeah, that's that was my I question. That know. was my question too. I was just going to ask that. I'm glad we're on the same wavelength because if you can, this ride is going to cause fights. <laughs> I want to see those fucking fights. I swear. Because you made us go into space. If I were on a mission in the Landing Falcon that waited in line for like three hours or some shit, and then you fucked up your part of the mission, and so we failed. I'd be pretty fucking pissed at you. Just as a warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, I don't know if like the final because it's like you could fi- you could probably fail in one to three of these duties. You can fail at the second duty, but I feel like what they'll do is that you'll fail it, but it will lead you back to the course of action and you'll be able to finish. Like maybe what's what would happen is, okay, you failed, but oh, wait, here's a hologram from uh, Chewbacca saying, hey, go here. And then you go here and then you pick something else. So maybe that's what they're going to do because they're not going to end the ride being like, you died in space. Congrats. Get off the yeah, ride. No, it might you know? be more like there's like a couple of different options and maybe there's one like super pass option and one like okay you did okay option but also i wonder i I need more description as to what these like duties are like what you're physically doing in the ride my guess is you know like going back to like solo and all the shit that they are doing like someone's you know 
bypassing the compressor. Another person is like flying the ship. And then like another person, like I feel like some people have duties and I feel like that will start like fights too. Like many young children who are like having duties and then their brother and sister is going to try to chop their heads off. Like that's going to be interesting to see. There's nothing like crazy children at Disneyland that like makes me laugh because I just feel like they're so high on sugar and other stuff and just you know children having meltdowns at yeah. disney but i, I say that now yeah. and i'm gonna have kids and they're gonna have meltdowns but so i would imagine like one person like one person is your pilot and they're steering and probably one mm-hmm. person as like the gunner i can't yeah. quite figure out what the third person is going to be doing and also i like i still like what that actually means in terms of the ride Yeah, and I feel like that's how they're keeping us guessing. Like, they're making us interested by sharing as little information as possible, making us want to be like, hey, you know, maybe I want to go to Disney and check out this, uh, you know, Galaxy's Edge because there are these rides that seem really interesting. Because I feel like a lot of people who aren't into Disney see this and they're like, I want to control the Falcon. Like, I know probably a bunch of Star Wars fans that, you know, don't like going to the parks that are like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking down for this, especially the Falcon lovers. Oh, man, I know one guy that's going to love this ride. I'm actually, I'm more excited for the next one. Okay, yeah. So uh, we have another ride, which this was rumored a long time ago, too. And I got some information about it, too, at that Disney thing, like, months ago. Check out that podcast. It released, like, uh, I forgot the name of it. But it released, like, back in May. But uh, it's a space battle called Rise of the Resistance. So you're on a First Order starship. And guests will experience what it's like to be caught in the middle of a crossfire of deep space battle between the First Order and the X-Wing dogfighters of the Resistance. And they, like, shot a video of what the interior of the ride looks like. And you could, like, go inside the ship, basically. Or just, it looks like you're inside of a hangar bay and shit. So. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, I I care less about the, like ride portion of this and more about i would just want to walk around in there because as soon as i saw that the video was like actual footage from the inside of the ride it it looks like the inside of a star destroyer so like how i feel about this it's probably like okay like when you when i think of like places at disney that try to like look like other places i just think of like people are messy and they leave trash everywhere and i feel like that's what's going to happen with here is that we have this beautiful you know base and i feel like people are going to like leave their trash everywhere or something or drop shit there's going to be spills and i don't yeah, know but if like, this is I, like a if this is me. like the inside of a ride where you're actually people are doing stuff in there they're going to have to keep it picked up just so people aren't falling on shit when they're, you know, running from Cago Ren or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's a good point. But I don't know. People at Disney can be a little messy. But I don't know. <sighs> you know, people drop things sometimes. People lose items of car keys or cellular devices that end up on the floor. or in. But anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see, like, how this ride is going to be. I think it's probably going to be, like... Well, I don't know. I wish we had an actual, like, ride ride instead of these, like, stimulation things, because that's what it sounds like we're getting with both of these. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're both... And I'm not... Simulation. Sorry, not stimulation. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be an interesting ride. Stimulation ride at Disneyland. Sorry, I'm 
podcasting in bed again. So my thoughts are no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I don't know. Like part of me wishes that there was like an actual like actual ride ride like even like a kitty like oh like you're an x-wing and it's kind of like the dumbo ride you know like i'd be fucking if they don't have a kid ride like the dumbo ride where you're like getting little x-wings or like tie fighters i feel like that's insane like that has to exist that really does like i I'm surprised they haven't announced like any of that yet, but I feel like those are kind of one of those things that just it's like, oh yeah, here, like no one probably cares about this, but then everyone's going to be like, oh my God, but, um, but also, um, I guess, um, in the thing, visitors will come face to face in the battle against Kylo Ren. Okay, cool. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Kylo Ben. But, uh, most importantly, we got some information, uh, just like a little bit of information on the Star Wars-themed hotel. And it said on the article, The journey begins with guests boarding a shuttle pod that transports them from Earth to their hotel in space. Here we see the concept art to how the pod docks with the larger starship. That astromech droid looks like, a lot like R2-D2, which would add up Bellhop, which would add Bellhop to many duties. Okay, so... I feel like this is going to be one of those hotels that usually like at the Disneyland properties, you're able to, you know, go inside and look around. I don't think they're going to do that with this hotel. I feel like this hotel is going to be only exclusive to like the people that are actually staying there. Because I don't know, like I, I want to be wrong, but this just feels like really crazy, interesting and luxurious that you're going to fucking space, you know? like Well, and since it's a whole like experience that they're selling. Mm hmm. Where, you know, you're sort of a character and there's all this other stuff to it. That that would make sense. Like, the fact that there is, you know, like, an entry thing where you're, you know, there, where you're docking with the hotel. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, it should be fun. It should be really, like fancy ass hotel that I probably won't stay in for a couple of years because I I I I need money. So I'd like to look inside of it though, but I don't know if that's possible. But it's really annoying because like sometimes like you have to walk through like certain like hotels to get to somewhere. This is definitely gonna be like one of those hotels that just it's like you can only go inside if you're like you're actually staying there. You need like your proof of purchase of ticket or proof of purchase of this. Like you can't just be like wandering but I don't know. I hope not. But I would like more like actual pictures of what they want the hotel to look like. I'm really interested in that. Like when they released that picture of Galaxy's Edge, like I just want to see like the whole like the layout of the hotel, like where exactly it's going to go in like both uh, Disneyland and Disney World, you know. But I don't know. Cool stuff. Props to the Brez. The Brez is always on it for Star Wars stuff. But, yeah, um, he's good. But anyways, um, Emily? I didn't watch The Clone Wars. Did you watch The Clone Wars? I didn't watch The Clone Wars. <laughs> but did you watch it? I didn't watch it. But did you? But I didn't because I just couldn't be bothered. Okay, that's, that's, okay I'll take it. All right. Yeah, I was watching the Americans, and then there was a Mystery Science Theater marathon on yesterday, 
And I thought about watching it, and then I didn't. I mean, same with resistance. Same with resistance. Yeah, I, I, that, that totally was a thing that blew over. I was supposed to record with Emily yesterday too, but I, I forgot my podcasting gear to bring over to Carlos's. It was just one of those things. I was just like, Emily, I, I'm sorry. Like, I think I messaged you like, fucking. I think it was like six. I don't know. Six my time or something. I felt bad. I'm like, yeah, I've been having a day. <laughs> but we're here now. That's all that matters. But yeah. Um, we'll watch Resistance and Emily watch Clone Wars next week. It's the thought of it that matters. Emily thought about watching it. So we're getting somewhere. But we also have um, a top three and some emails. So do you want to get that real quick? Sure. We have a top three from Rabia. And she suggested top three Star Wars characters who would make great talk show hosts. And her top three are Lando. Lando, I feel, can be really charming and diplomatic, but also call people on their nonsense and keep a crowd entertained. Two, Rose Tico. I think Rose gives off really sweet fangirl vibes, but isn't fooled into believing that anyone is perfect. Also, I think the enthusiasm she has is really endearing, which in turn makes everyone watching happier. Three, R2-D2. R2 has lived through everything, and it seems as though he's the droid with the best grasp of human behavior. So we've got a transcript of what he's saying. I think he'd make really cool discussions. Okay, I like that. That's cool. Dude, I love I love that she just, like, thought of this. Like, I don't, like, and thought of this and, like, sent this to us. Like, this is, like, a perfect example of, like, a top three, you know, that we wouldn't have thought about, you know? Like, top yeah, three. that's a really good one. You know? So Lando's definitely on my list. Yeah. Lando would be great. I can you just see him coming out in a new cape every night giving a monologue? Oh my god. That'd be amazing. I'd be really mad though if he like decided to repeat capes. That's how you know it's a new episode cuz a new cape. Yeah. Cuz that's how you know like with Dr. Phil, it's like you just he wears different tie. <laughs> that's how you know it's a different episode of Dr. Phil. But yeah. I, I feel bad for comparing Lando to Dr. Phil. I take that back. But Lando is, he would be a good, good, uh, good talk show host. What would he like talk about? Well, I, I don't know. He's just interviewing people in the, in space. Space. Okay. Let's um, see. what are you, what are your top three? Okay. So Lando, um, I think Zero the Hut. Doing like a not like a Letterman or Leno kind of show, but more of a like Jerry Springer or Maury Povich or one of those assholes. Oh my god, that'd be perfect. And hmm, I'm trying to think who my third would be. Three PO? No, he's not. He's he's not funny. Mm-hmm. Finn? Mm-hmm. Poe. BB-8. Bib Fortuna. Oh, what would Bib do? He'd be another, he'd be another, like, asshole talk show host guy. Hmm. That works. You know, I would want someone, like, like a celebrity gossip kind of person. And I don't know who would do that best other than like Lando. Like, I feel like Lando would be in like, Oh, this person's dating this person. But I think like, 
a talk show host. Like I think maybe something like political, like a Star Wars CNN. Like Padme would be good at that shit. Or like uh Bail Organa. Yeah, there you go. Bail Organa. Bail Organa sitting behind an anchor desk. Yeah, he'd be Space CNN. Space CNN starring Bail Organa. All right, I like that. I need to find like my celebrity gossip person though. Well, okay, I have a I have a suggestion for that. Because you would think of him being like the Paul Schaefer like band leader type, but I think Mm -hmm. you get Max Rebo talking. That's what he's good for. He goes at it. I was thinking like Snoodles too. I feel like Snoodles would be like that shady kind of like, oh yeah, this celebrity's doing this, but they told me this. You know, like how she basically caused Zero to die and shit. But yeah, Max Rebo. And then um trying to think of another one. I would want something like, you know, maybe I think a Jedi would be really good at like one of those shows where it's like they're talking to like your deceased relatives. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to think of like a Jedi that would be like best at that. Like I almost think like Luke would be like really caring about it. But I'm trying to think of like a Jedi, like Kia D maybe. Well, I know, um, I know a theme song you could use. Yeah. Candy! Cockhead! <laughs> I love that. I always know it's Saturday morning at work when I'm playing that song. I get that song stuck in my head sometimes. It's not... <laughs> sing it to myself it's sometimes. Not you could like sing when you're walking down the street or something. Yeah. I think sometimes like I'm on the phone with like Carlos and I find myself just been like Kitty. Like I I don't know if I've done that yet. I probably will. But um sorry, I'm like texting my dad what I went for dinner. Well, texting him on my thank God you can text on a laptop. Philly cheesesteak sandwich. That's what I'm eating for dinner tonight, everyone. You don't you don't need to qualify sandwich. Philly cheesecake oh. is a sandwich. Oh, okay. I just I put sandwich at the end just in case he gets confused. I have to be precise with my dad because like he gets really stressed at um at drive-throughs because he wants to get like everyone's orders correctly. It's really funny. Oh, it's cute. Ooh, do I want a chocolate shake? Yes, please. I need one. Thank you, Papa. Thank you. I should get him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, you should. Yeah, him or I haven't because I have another sibling. Not that's not Rusty. Maybe we need Rusty part two. But I feel like since Emily had her dad, now I dad want my pod. dad. Dad pod. I, know, I should ask him after I'm done recording. But <sighs> all right. Um. Okay, so number. I was trying to think of like a celebrity gossip kind of uh, pod or a kind of podcaster. <laughs> Who out of all the Star Wars podcasting would do a celebrity? I think I think I'd be good at that. I'm I'm in at all the celebrity gossip shit. I like know everything. You ask me about a celebrity, I know what they're doing. But I don't know. Um, let's see. I said Lando. I I guess I'll say Rose. I think Rose would be like really cute. She'd be like that kind of like Ellen DeGeneres type where she'd be like really funny with like jokes and stuff. And she'd be really good at like interviewing people because she's just like so nice. Like I've been watching those videos with Ellen and Michelle Obama and I just I love them both. Like they're just they're precious. 
But uh, yeah, thank you for the top three. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. All right. We also have an email from Rabia. Um, and it's titled, Oh, Watch Daredevil. Oh, yeah, because you had said you wanted shows to watch. Yeah. God, I love her. I, I, I love this. I, I love this podcasting community. I love everyone. that I just, I love everyone. You've all warmed my hearts this episode. Uh, hello, Canto Biters. I hope you're doing well. I want to thank you for your kind words about me whenever I write in. I have a few friends, let alone Star Wars friends. So hearing from you guys say such nice things makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Aww. I hope you're going to celebration. Yeah, if you're going to celebration, let us know. Yeah, please. We can have a Kento Bite reunion, even though we've only <laughs> never met before. Reun- reunion's not the right word. Not what that is. Oh, it'll be reunion for some people, because I know like Domless. Oh yeah, Dom's not going to celebration. No. Jerk. Anyway, back to her email. Yes. All right. Also, I have a recommendation for you guys. If you guys like the TV series Daredevil, I fell into season three. All right. Now, I felt in season three they did Anakin Skywalker better than George Lucas. Wilson Bethel plays Bullseye, who has a lot of the same psychological issues as Anakin and is just as dangerous, but he's not as proud slash annoying and saying dialogue that actually is believable. So the performance is incredible. He is, he is terrifying at points, and his path to the dark side is written in a manner that finds you torn between hoping Daredevil will stop him and hoping that Bullseye will actually win and be free of Kingpin's influence, who assumes a Darth Sidious position. At the end, I think he goes beyond the point of redemption, but I was still j- just desperate to see more of this character, which is more than I could say for Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Anyways, keep on podcasting, Rabia. No, I'm actually, I gotta go back and check out season three. Because I sort of, I watched like half a season. No, I didn't even watch half of season two. I watched I watched all the first season. And I watched part of season two and didn't love it. Mostly because I thought that um, without Kingpin, it wasn't nearly as good. Because D'Onofrio is so fucking awesome on that first season. But he's back mm-hmm. in season three. And after reading this, I always I always was interested in um, the bullseye stuff in the comics. So I'm going to have to come back to the show then. Wasn't there like a new season of Daredevil that just came out? That's the one that just came out. Season oh. three. Oh. I'm that you just read the email about. Oh. Where am I? Who are you? <laughs> Where am I doing here? Um, okay, so Daredevil, that's like Marvel, right? Yes. Okay, so like who? So the Daredevil, huh. Matt Murdock. What does he? What does he do? He hits things. That's bad. And he feels guilty a lot, and his girlfriends go crazy and die. His <laughs> girlfriends go crazy and die. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, he has a bad um, track record with women. It's it's actually super depressing and also um kind of problematic uh, granted i haven't read daredevil in several years it's, it's possible they don't they don't anymore um so daredevil is matt murdoch his dad was a boxer mm-hmm. um mother is dead somehow oh, like a disney movie yeah anyway 
there was an accident and he gets I they might have redone this. I can't quite remember. I believed it involved some sort of goo, like radioactive material. And he gets hit by a truck or something and covered in this stuff. And he loses his sight, but he gains these powers that sort of make up for it. He has basically like a radar sense oh, okay. where it's, 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 but it's not just like, Hey, he has a really good hearing. It's to the point where he can basically see, I mean, not things like colors, obviously, but mm-hmm. he can, he can see and he has really good reflexes and he's a really good fighter. Um, I think most of the fighting is, I mean, partially the reflexes and stuff, but also because he trained with Stick, who was like, then you get into the hand and like the crazy ninja stuff. But he also has all this Catholic guilt. And it's really, it's one of the only Marvel characters where they really go into religion at all, at least that I've read. Damn, that's deep. Um, And he on and off relationship with Electra who is one of those characters who's sometimes a good guy but often not um so Ugh, that's never good. yeah and also yeah girlfriends have a tendency to be killed often by bullseye or go crazy and die or go crazy and other things happen to them hmm and he's a lawyer. Well, I Oh sh- damn, it just keeps getting like deeper and deeper. And okay. in uh, and in Spider Gwen, which is a pretty cool series that they just ended one volume and it's coming back, and it's one of the ones that I'm sort of annoyed that I don't feel like I can buy Marvel anymore. But that's set in one of the alternate universes, and in that Matt Murdock is basically the role of the kingpin. So he's not Daredevil. He's like the guy in charge of all the organized crime in the city. And he's really scary. And it's awesome. Hmm. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot for a show. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know how much of that is in the show. I mean, they don't, they don't like his girlfriends don't go crazy and die in the show. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I'm like, damn. Because I always feel bad when I'm like, oh, I'm going to add that to my list. Like, I, I generally meet it. Like, I literally have, like, a list of, like, TV shows I want to start after I'm done with school. But I've heard about this show because I think I've seen, like, Carlos watching it. I think sometimes when I take naps and I'm like, what are you watching? And he's like, Daredevil. And I'm like, cool. But I don't know. I'll definitely have to check that out. I like it. Thank you for, thank you for movie or show recommendations. Yeah. We also got an email from Jim. Ooh, hi, Jim. And this is titled, What is a Year? Oh, no. (laughs) Listen to your podcast last week when you talked about birthdays. Happy late birthday, Emily. Thank you. It got me thinking about birthdays in Star Wars and then got me thinking about time. Now, I get that Star Wars is a movie and that from an audience perspective, they need to use a reference of time we all understand. This isn't a criticism of the film, rather just a question of how they would really track time in Star Wars. 
Our tracking of time comes from a combination of planetary movement through our solar system and historical tradition. With each planet and Star Wars existing separately in space and having their own history, would they all have their own concept of time, or rather would they have all adjusted to a singular concept, or would they use a combination of both? Would Yoda need to specify in what concept of time he's referring to when he says how old he is in Return of the Jedi? Is he talking Dagobah time, Coruscant time, or some other standard of time? It all seemed very confusing on an order beyond simple time zones for each planet to have their own literal time zone, and yet I can't imagine everyone using a singular concept when it doesn't make sense to their home planet where most people will never leave. What are your thoughts on time in Star Wars, or do I just need to stop drinking while I listen to your podcast? Thanks. Your Canto Bitch listener, Jim. Oh, Jim, you do, like, I love you, man, fuck you for sending this email because I, it's all I can think about now and it's driving me fucking insane. <laughs> I hope you're coming to celebration too. Because oh you'll hear, you'll hear like different time, people on different planets referring to, you know, oh, and, you know, however many cycles or something, which is presumably a, a whatever their day is, so however long it takes their planet to turn on its axis, but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. There, it, There's no way, none, it doesn't make sense anyway. Like, there's no way for it to make sense. I mean, you'd have to have some standardized time for when you aren't on a planet. Mm-hmm. Because if you're on a planet and you're living on the planet, it makes sense for it to talk about like cycles or years or whatever based on both the rotation of the planet and then the travel around the sun and all that other shit. If you're on a spaceship, you, you have to be able to track time in some manner. So there has to be like a standardized galactic. A minute is, you know, this long. And it is such and such year or month or day or something so you can you know know when your shit's gonna arrive from your spaceship to the spaceport but how that would have become agreed upon i mean it's probably some rich fuckers on coruscant are just like hey we're gonna use coruscant time all the time that's fucking deal with it that's the standard in space Maybe how it is, is that maybe, like, the, the, the sun is, like, perfectly aligned with, like, every single what planet. So, like... There's not every... the sun. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's many, many, many suns. <laughs> well, maybe every single sun is, like, perfectly aligned with every planet. So that every planet has like the same time. Do you think that uh, Star Wars has daylight? Things don't even like. So you realize that even the planets in our solar system that doesn't work with, right? I failed astrology twice. (laughs) But you realize that like it takes us a different amount of time to travel around the sun than it takes like Neptune. Oh yeah, I know that because like different planets are like bigger than one another and shit. Like yeah, yeah, I know that. I think. I don't know. But yeah, I just I I feel like astrology is not my biggest thing. I, well, the fact that you called it astrology. Astronomy. 
<laughs> is concerning. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> this episode is called "Brittany Doesn't Know Things." Um, I don't know. That's it was really difficult. Like I only did well in astronomy because it was online, and I failed it twice in person. So I decided, hey, maybe online is going to be easier. And I took it online, and it was like one of those classes where you have to listen to like eight hours of videos a week, and you have to like press the screen to make sure you're listening, or else you don't get the points. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a really shitty class. I think I failed, like, a lot of the exams, but I still got an A because, like, the point system was, like, off in that class, like, because, like, the professor knew that it was, like, crazy difficult and who the fuck is going to sit there for eight hours and press a screen and watch videos? Me. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't – and I think about, like, the aging, too, because I feel like, you know, on certain planets, like, they know they use the excuse that, you know, tattooing you age quicker. You know, they use, like, Obi-Wan in episode three versus him in episode four. It's only been, like, 20 years, but he looks like he aged, like, a shit ton, you know. So we have to think about that, too. You know, sure, we think about, like, birthdays and ages and everything, but – what about like how you look? Because it's like someone could look like they're thirty. Well, I think that I mean that's just I mean in terms of alien species, we're not going to know because we don't know how to judge that. Obi Wan, I mean, really, it's that they fucked up the timeline. But you can, you, you know, the hand wavy explanation is he had a really fucking hard mm-hmm. life and was living in the desert, lots of sun. It doesn't really make sense, but if you want to make that excuse, you can. But. Yeah, when we know that, like, Chewbacca is, what, 100 and whatever the fuck years old? old. Is that, I mean, what does that even mean? Is that in, is that in standard galactic years? Okay, I'm gonna look this up. Years. And nobody's gonna have a good explanation. Okay, all I know, like, there has to be a... This is the time we use when we're traveling Galactic in space. Standards and Calendar. We have... Yeah, we know that exists because we, we know how, like, it's been such and such years since the New Republic and stuff like that. But how that was set and whether they actually pay any attention to that on, like, the outer rim planets. Oh, okay. So there's uh, five days a week. There, The time measurement is, like, still the same. Okay, 10 months plus three festival weeks plus three holidays equals 368 days, which equals one year. Okay, so the days of the week. Prime Day, Centex Day, Tongs Day, Zealous Day, Bendu Day. Okay, but you can divide up a week however you like. Like, that's not okay. But, like, in terms of a year... If you're living on a planet where that doesn't align with what your planet actually experiences, that doesn't make any sense at all for you to follow that. So why would you? I mean, if you're on a spaceship, sure, because whatever the fuck, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that would mean, like, if you were on a planet that actually had a much longer orbit around your sun that would mean like one year could all be winter and then the next year could all be summer this is a lot to think about because your actual year should be like 
800 days or whatever the fuck. This is a lot to think about. Anyway, fuck you, Jim. That's my conclusion. Yeah. Because I had ma- I had I had somehow managed to never think about this before, and now I have to think about it, and I don't I don't want to think about it because, oh, god damn it. Well, if anyone has any like responses to this email, email us at cantobypod no. at gmail dot com. No, no. Maybe we, maybe we need someone no. who's like, um, maybe we can no. ask a, that Star Wars explained dude. He knows no. everything. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, no. I don't want to know. I want to forget about this conversation. Okay. I mean, God bless you, Jim. It's a great, mm-hmm. it, like, it's great. Keep keep writing in on the emails, but God damn it. Now I can't get it out of my head. <sighs> Partially because it means that they're, like, imposing an imperialistic, like, standard on to poor planets, most likely, and trying to force them to follow a calendar that doesn't make any sense for them. That's really sad. Damn. Okay, everyone, where can you find you on social media, Emily? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLIND. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D. I also do a Star Trek podcast that we just um, sort of amped up again after a month or two off and that's called He's Dead Jim and we just recorded an episode with um, Demi Laudner, who's an Australian comedian who's actually been on Steele's live shows before. She's super funny, so that should be out by the time this episode comes out. But look up He's Dead Jim on your podcatcher of choice. And our podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Send us... <clears throat> mind-breaking questions about passage of time send us top three topics send us fuck mary kill suggestions um where are you Brittany? i am on twitter as canto brit and instagram as Brittany the ginger sometimes yeah and once again you know rate and review us on itunes uh check out the blue harvest holiday special uh if you want any merch uh tpublic.com com slash users slash EFLind. There's a link in our Twitter bio and also in the episode notes. Uh, this is going up the day after Thanksgiving. I believe they're doing a Black Friday sale. Everything's like 33% off or something like that. So check it out. I'm sure, it's like 15 bucks. Yes. Emily, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving season? Um, God, you have to think about it. Alcohol. Okay, what kind of alcohol? You know, all just of it. In general margaritas. Yeah. Eh, that no, it's margarita. It's winter. No, I'm not drinking margaritas I'm in a winter. Margarita whenever I want. No, winter is whiskey time. Uh, I can't do whiskey because it reminds me of Fireball. I have, that yeah is a really sad sentence, isn't that? Yeah, uh, I just uh, had a really bad experience with alcohol a couple of weeks back and I had the hangover from hell. So just like thinking about I don't, for some reason, like I can do like wine and margaritas. But when I think of like harder liquor, even though like tequila is hard liquor, when I think of like vodka or whiskey, I just get this like really upset feeling in like my throat. 
but I'm glad that you're hmm. thankful for that alcohol. What are you thankful for, Brittany? I'm, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful mm. for all the people that I've met in 2018. I am thankful that we are all happy and healthy and all that fun shit. And I'm thankful that we have this cute little Star Wars podcast where we talk about time and space and people we want to fuck. You're just trying to make me feel bad that I said I was thankful for alcohol. No, not at all. But then you're no. being like, then you're giving a sincere answer. No, I mean, I, I'm not really good with like on the spot speeches and shit, but. Uh, no, I, I, I never want you to, to feel bad. I, I, I know that our, our love is immeasurable. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, um, God damn it. We have to go see Robin Hood. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I still have to see that Grinch movie, too. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll try to see that by the end of the month, guys. Yeah, it might be like the first it might be the first episode in December or something because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're running out of time, and I really don't want to see it. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest. Be a Kanto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Pitch number one. All my girls at